All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of the podcast, Hot Takes from College Students. My partner, Raquel, is here with me today, and she's going to be explaining what we are doing today. Raquel? Thanks, Seth. Um, So today's episode, a devastating upheaval of dating norms, we're going to unpack what dating was like before COVID and kind of take a dive into how it is now and today and maybe even look a little forward to see how dating is going to look after COVID with all these vaccines. Very interesting stuff we're going to be unpacking today. Join us and have fun. (laughs) All right, so let's spill the tea. So, Seth, where were you at in your dating life a year ago? So before COVID, like what, what were you doing? What were you up to? Um, I think I started going to the gym a lot (laughs) (laughs) because like, well, like I was like, I was a year off a breakup, right? Okay. And that, that breakup like affected me in a lot of ways. It was pretty weird she um we like we were dating for two years and then like I was in love with her like even at the two-year mark and then one night she just started going out and doing her own thing and then she'd like leave me on red went and answer my phone call Mm. and then I was like all right like I guess this is done because you're not like talking to me like what the fuck am I oh well whatever what am I supposed to do like you know you know like what actually am I supposed to do and then like a day or so later after all that it was like a two-week period of her just leaving me on red and I was simping hard and I'm like hey I'm coming over I'm giving you your stuff and like I'm done and she was like okay and then I came (laughs) over gave her her stuff and then she was just sitting on the couch like a little kid that like didn't get her candy and just like staring at the ground, arms crossed. And I was like, are you for real? Like, you're not going to talk to me. This is the last time you're going to talk to me for like, who knows how right. long. And like you all had already been together for two years. Exactly. And I was like, I thought I deserved more respect than this. You, you do. Mm-hmm. And then she was, she just didn't say anything. So I was like, you know, when you grow the fuck up, <laughs> like you can try and talk to me. But until then, like get your shit together. Right. And then I left. And then I went to work at my first day at my job that I'm still at, like, helping kids after school. Okay. So, yeah. But after that breakup, I didn't want to date. I still don't want to date. Yeah. <laughs> like, dating to me is just, like, at this point in time, it's just, like, so casual. Too casual. Yeah. I feel it's, like, like, I feel like there's a lot bigger risk for Mm -hmm. a small reward Mm -hmm. like you it's so unclear now especially like with our generation or like our age like no one knows what they actually want Mm -hmm. but like even if they do they're not clear with it yeah it's just kind of like everyone's just flailing around exactly pool and like some of us are drowning Mm -hmm. some of us know how to swim but don't want to swim yep some of us might be on a boat, like, riding a high. Yeah. But. And, and that's why I don't blame anyone. And that's why, like, whenever people ask me, like, why aren't you dating? Why haven't you dated? I'm like, 
No one knows what they want. I don't even know what I want. I mean, I know, like, ideally, I would like a relationship, and I would like to be in love again. Of course, who wouldn't? Right. You know? But, like, realistically speaking, like, our generation is kind of, like, savage in a way, and, like, feelings aren't as important anymore. I feel like it's more, like, how many bodies do you have, like, or are you going out, like, because I don't go out. Right. Like, I just don't. Like, right. I go to the gym, I play basketball, and I hang out with my family and my friends. All right, so you're, like, in hot girl summer phase. Like, you're, like, working on myself. Yeah. Gym. But, like, for two years. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. So so was this ex your last encounter? No. Well, you know, COVID? casualness here and there. Okay. Those yeah. things, of course. But I dated a girl, like, last summer. And we dated until, like, end of November. And I thought, you know, I met her on Bumble. Okay. <laughs> Segway to dating apps. Yeah, we'll get into that. <laughs> yeah. um, but, you know, I thought she was cool. And she was the only girl that, like, I met on a dating app where I was like, okay, like, maybe. Mm-hmm. Like, we could do something. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, no. We dated, and then one day she was like, when why did you say my sister was hot and i was like uh that's not me i don't do that that's not my character i I, why would i say it to your face (laughs) right like (laughs) just crazy yeah okay okay. and then two months later she was like yeah you don't believe in god really so we gotta yeah and i was like i believe in god i just don't want to go to church with all you non-mask wearers and trump supporters okay okay and so she was like well and i was like yeah well (laughs) we just ended it and then yeah she was like i'll pray for you exactly literally (laughs) literally but anyway so how was dating for you pre-covid we just talked a lot about me i want to learn no i i appreciate that i feel like i see where you're at so pre-covid Well, I had just gotten out of a four-year relationship. We were long distance. We were high school sweethearts. I thought it was the most beautiful thing in the world. It's not. It's (laughs) fucking not. But, um, yeah, so we were long distance, and um, he had texted me after four years that he wanted to break up. I was in lecture, in person, pre-COVID, you know, living my best life in mm-hmm, class, mm-hmm. not on Zoom. What class was it? <sighs> Lifespan mm-hmm. development, oh. psychology. Okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> and, um, yeah, so that was, like, f- end of February. And then it was actually February 27th, I know the day. And mm-hmm. then um, February 28th. You bet your ass I went out and had my first one night stand. And then it was spring break. Mm -hmm. And then that's when everything kind of shut down. So right before the pandemic, I was like experiencing myself as single for the first time in Charleston and in college. Because the whole time that I've been here, I was dating this person. And, and I was, yeah, I was loyal and thought I was in love and, mm-hmm. you know, maybe for a part of it I was, but it definitely was a relationship that like went on for way too long. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I was like pretty 
broken up about it, pretty down, but started going to therapy. So that was like a good push. Heck yeah. And then, yeah, that was kind of me before. Sweet. (laughs) You know what I miss so much about pre-COVID is obviously in-person classes, you know, I was learning more. I was enjoying my classes more, but class friends and class crushes, those hit different. Oh, yeah. You know? Oh, yeah. So, like, let me, you know, I got a good story about that. Okay. All right, speaking of (laughs) class crushes, now, we are not using names for the safety purposes of the counterparts, okay? However. We can use use Aliases, yes. I will use... Aliases? Oh, I think Isn't that aliases. I don't know. But yeah, no, you're, yeah, you're right. Sure. So this person will be named Dr. F. No <laughs> significance at all. sounds like you're talking all. about a professor. Okay, maybe not Dr. F. Person <laughs> A. Let's, no, we can, we can say um, Jane. Jane Doe. Jane Doe. You're correct. All right, Jane Doe. So Jane Doe was teaching my... Uh, biology 112 lab and the professor no the teacher's assistant okay yes not the professor okay so you know uh i was in a relationship at the time and i was fully committed you know adultery i do not like okay however you cannot beat around the bush when you see someone that is attractive agree it's just something in human nature yeah, like just because I think someone's attractive doesn't mean I'm gonna jump their bones. Exactly, you know, it's more of a like a nod to the a nod of the head or whatever, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and so I, you know, was a good student. You know, got an A in the lab, whatever. Oh. You know, no uh-huh. big deal. <laughs> but uh, once me and my ex broke up, now I'll have you mine or I'll have mind you, or whatever. Yeah. Uh, we were dating about a year at this point. Okay. And then once I saw my lab TA, this was a year later. Okay. I saw her in a Starbucks. Okay. And I walked up and I said, hey, I haven't seen you in a while. How you doing? (laughs) And she was like, oh, wow, it's been so long. And I was like, yeah, it has. Can I have your number? (laughs) (laughs) Just like that. Well, we sat down, talked a little bit, then I got a number. And I played it off like I was like... Which Starbucks? The one like on King right next to Marion Square. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So we sat down and talked for a while and then I was like, yeah, can I get your number? Like, I like I need someone that's like gonna help me like, you know, like just give me resources and stuff. Oh, right? some resources. Okay, I see what you And yeah, so I just started texting her and we hung out and you know... That's that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and then, you know, like, yeah, that's pre-COVID. So, yeah. yeah, pre-COVID, you had that experience. And see, that's what's fun. Like, that's what is fun about college. Like, mm-hmm. you are meeting all these people all the time. And they're always from, like, different groups or different circles. Yep. But class friends, class crushes just have so much more emphasis because it's like you're on the same you're riding the same wave like oh, we're, yeah, man. we're learning the same things and like we're like they like they get it like yeah. it's like 
okay, I can assume X, Y, and Z about this person because they're in this class and like participate in discussion. Like that's hot. Yeah. That's hot. It is, yes. <laughs> I agree. That's where dude, I'm like I'm like taking Spanish like as my minor. Okay. And right now I'm in linguistics. Okay. Very hard. Mm-hmm. It's like learning a different language again because <laughs> I've already learned like Spanish so it's like Spanish but then like part two okay. and uh, you know I don't really speak up because like my Spanish isn't the best I was supposed to travel abroad and study in Trujillo mm. but Corona yep. and so that ruined it for me but I still kept my minor and yeah class crushes are definitely still prevalent even on Zoom even during the pandemic whoa yeah Whoa. Yeah, it's still okay. there. I think anyway. All right. I, let's say before before we get into that, I'll you're share. Right, you're right. You're right. My bad, my bad. I'll share my class crush experience. Yes. So mine, similarly, we had a class together, mm-hmm. and him, we'll we'll call him John. John. Great. So John and I had a class together, and I was dating my ex boyfriend. And we'd, you know, always flirt. And I really still had that, like, boundary, harsh line. Like, I made it very clear. Like, hey, I have a boyfriend. Mm -hmm. Like, it was kind of like, I will play around, whatever. Like, I will, like, laugh with you and, like, we can flirt. But, like, that's it. And so after that class, that was my sophomore year, then the whole thing happened, got broken up with. And so I was like, wait, like, oh, my gosh. This is divine intervention. You like, have this dude right here. John. Yeah, like, John. can never forget about John. And, no. like, John was always someone, like, even if we didn't have class, like, we would always see each other on campus. And so mm-hmm. it would like it was, like, class crush and then campus crush. Like, it was just, like, the, it evolved from just seeing him in class and then just being, like, oh, wait, no. Like, he is also a student here, like, walking around Cougar Mall. Like, walk, oh, like yeah. passing each other, like, at the gym. Like, whatever it was. And so I was, like hell yeah we're gonna go for this and so ended up hanging out with him mm-hmm. we got to know each other very well yep. and ended up quarantining with him and so Bobby, that was fun yeah. that was <laughs> it was a turn of events and honestly quarantine like right in the beginning when it was like do not leave your house quarantine relationships quarantine bays whatever you want to call them like that's that's some other something else because i honestly don't think we would have spent as much time together if a pandemic was not happening yeah for sure but yeah we don't you know you don't get that like class connection anymore now do you think that that experience has shaped in a way how you view dating like by a time spent with one person yes and i think more so just personally since i was in a long distance relationship like my time with my partner was like so much more sporadic Mm -hmm. and it was like when we were visiting one another like when i was home for break you know like that time was like specifically for each other like it was like we would yeah. do everything together we were attached to the hip but then mm-hmm. coming back here like obviously back at school like I'm you know doing whatever like with my friends or doing you know like they're not here physically so like I'm still living my life and then with quarantine it was kind of like 
seeing what a relationship looks like when you live in proximal distance to one another, which Mm -hmm. I had not experienced in so long. So, like, I feel like that's just shown me a lot of, like, I guess kind of going on, like, love languages if quality time's really important. Or, like, if quality time's, like, really not your thing, like, you like to have those separated events, then that's where it gets different. Yeah. I don't know if I'm making sense right now. No, you are. And we are back on the podcast. Hello, everybody. Um, Today we have a special guest. Well, not today, but right now. Uh, (laughs) Her name is Casper Lee, and my colleague Raquel has a few questions for you, Casper Lee. Would you like to introduce yourself first, though, to get familiar with everyone? Um, Yeah, you can call me Casper, for (laughs) short. All right. Um, I'm ready for anything. Shoot away. Sweet. Um, So we're still talking about life before COVID. Um, but specifically relationships, dating, intimacy. So I'd really love to hear about your last encounter (laughs) before the pandemic, before the gauntlet was dropped and you were squared away at home. What was that like for you? Um, My last encounter occurred the night before I flew home for spring break, and somehow I ended up at Bangkok, which... It's a karaoke place, if you don't know, okay. on King Street. It's a pretty good one. Definitely not COVID-friendly now, so <laughs> haven't been back since. Um, but I kind of just saw this guy the whole night, and that's one thing I miss about pre-COVID times is having, like, a natural connection with someone. Like, you see someone, you both notice each other. And I ended up just like pointing at him doing like one of these no i literally physically okay pointed at him because we just kept making eyes at each other and i was getting impatient <laughs> yeah <laughs> just pointed at him and yeah the rest is kind of history but we ended up having sex in his office on king street Wow. Which was really fun and definitely a new experience. And okay. he shoved everything off the desk like something wow. out of a porn scene. <laughs> Very and cool. yeah, and it was good. But we were just like, it's hard to think about that time just in a bar packed, like people singing, getting their particles everywhere. Mm. Couldn't happen now. Yeah. You know what's yeah. so funny is like, People always say it's rude to point, but in this case, it worked out in your favor, so that's really awesome. Yeah, I figured <laughs> I would just go straight to it. Heck yeah. <laughs> that is... Yeah, he pointed back and then just came over and worked out. I've actually done that a few times. That's a good move. I might have to steal that. It, does, it really <laughs> does work out. Like, And you know when like you're making eyes with someone, it's mm-hmm. kind of going to happen, but it's like, who's going to make the first move? Right, and... who's going to initiate it? And you're just yeah. like... You're like, you. <laughs> you like, you, me... Has it ever, has the point ever not worked for you? Well, I've only used it twice, actually. But 100% success 100% success Okay. Yeah, two for two. Wow. Yeah. All right. So Casper Lee, the pointer (laughs) before COVID. Yeah. Just to peek into the future, have you pointed to anyone during COVID? I haven't. I mean, it's hard to tell with the mask. I think it would Mm. be a little scarier. I don't know if I would utilize the points, but... Yeah, yeah we hope will... to bring it back someday. All right, thank you. We'll definitely get into <laughs> the barrier of a mask uh, 
during COVID because the bottom half of someone's face really tells a lot. Yeah, people are totally different with the mask off, for (laughs) sure. Uh, Thanks so much, Casper. We really enjoy you sharing today. (laughs) (laughs) Let's talk about dating apps because there's so many. There's so many different platforms. And I feel like we've seen a really big shift in dating apps because of COVID. But like, were you, like, are you on any dating apps? Or I guess, were you on any dating apps before COVID? Before COVID, I think I was. Because, I don't know, something about needing like some sort of validation, I feel. Okay. Was like, I guess what I wanted because I couldn't get it for myself because I was so like distraught and hurt yeah and the person that normally would be giving it to me was no longer in my life right so I was like let me hop on this app real quick and get my dopamine every time I you know get a sure match and wait so so which app so I think it was bumble oh I remember dude oh my god yeah bumble and tinder okay and I remember no I met up with one person from Bumble actually two but the second one was <laughs> during COVID so okay. pre-COVID I met up with one girl and she was really nice and I just got out this thing mm-hmm. like relationship and I like met with her like the day you know after pretty much yeah you know and she was like <laughs> I mean same situation as you you know like <laughs> You can't, like, get with someone, like, when you're so, uh, I don't know how to say it. I just wasn't feeling it. Yeah. Yeah, I just was not feeling it at all. And then, but she was still a cool person. I still talk to her every now and then, like. Sure. Yeah. But, all right, so Tinder, Tinder and Bumble. So, like, Tinder, we've got, like, I feel like each one has a different setup, which, like, means that each one has a different meaning. So. Yeah. Tinder, like, I feel like Tinder is where you're going to find someone. Like, it's a quick, easy fix. Like, you're finding someone just to hook up with, just have mm-hmm. sex with. Like, probably, you're probably not going to go out on a date. You're probably just going to, like, Tinder's like booty call. Yeah. And then Bumble, since the girls can only respond first. I've never been on Bumble but I feel like that has, like, a little bit more of respect on it mm-hmm. because it also... Like, Tinder, you get people, especially from a female's, like, perspective, like, you get people just coming at you with, like, pickup lines and just mm-hmm. weird, weird shit. But Bumble, it's like, you're going to be the one to say, like, hi and what's yeah, up or not. Yeah. And then you have Hinge, which I feel like is the biggest or, like, more most serious one where... Because the way it's set up... Are you on Hinge? I was, but I got Okay. Like, the way it's set up, like, it's asking you, like, it's having you put it all out there. Like, do you want kids? Like, do you, do you smoke? Do you do drugs? Do you drink? Like, what are your political stances? Mm-hmm. Like, all this stuff. So it's, like, almost like that first date is, like, right there on the screen to yeah. where it's, like, you're going to see yes or no, like, if this person is for you or not. Mm-hmm. But I feel like for me, before COVID, I had this idea about dating apps that, I think like, it was kind of a stigma like oh like oh you're on dating apps like it's it would never I guess I would pass some judgment and be like do you actually think that you're gonna meet someone 
from one of these apps and like build a relationship like I thought that that was so Mm -hmm. otherworldly but in that month of like pre-covid Raquel being single Mm -hmm. I was on tinder and I met up with one person and that was my first one night stand and then I don't think we ever talked ever again Mm -hmm. and so that's just what's really weird about them too like you can connect with people or like find out so much about them and then and then that's it yeah and so that like would sit really weird with me I think before COVID Mm -hmm. I feel like before COVID too it's like for dating apps in general I feel like they take away some part of like what it means to be like I don't want to get too philosophical but like human in a way it's like the part of finding someone that you're gonna connect with and date is like finding someone and connecting with them and then dating them not like swiping and basing who you like off an algorithm that an app chooses for you you know what I mean algorithm and it's just like it's it's all like mathematically based like who and you know like it, the strange thing too is like a lot of those apps like I don't want to get too weird about it but like they have right, let's, your let's data. Get weird. Yeah, okay. Well, they have your data. Yeah. They it's like paired up with Facebook, paired up with Instagram, so like whatever you are searching up on those apps. Like if you're looking up like big muscly dudes or like if I'm <laughs> looking up like some like bad girl or whatever, like you know like they're going to cater the people that you're matching to or the ma- like the matches that you want are going to be girls that look like that rather than maybe someone that you need in your life or maybe someone that like can change your life for the better. Right. It's like the people that you want aren't necessarily who you need. I feel. Okay. That yeah. was a big statement. I liked that. Yeah. And it's also like going back. It's just taking away that honestly, yeah, that human component and it's specifically just looks like physical. Mm-hmm. Like if you like like literally depending on like maybe you really like blonde hair, maybe you like short exactly. brown, like whatever it is. And that's what you're basing it off of. Whereas I feel like when, and it was so much easier before COVID because you were able to like go out and maybe like see something organically or like have those class crushes where you're like, Mm -hmm. okay, like I've met with them before and I've talked about like life before with them. And it's not just like, oh, they're hot. And like, okay, like I could see myself hooking up with them or I could see myself, you know, hanging out with them. But it's only it's purely physical which i feel like most people deep down if you're not a shallow person you understand that like if you're really looking for a relationship like if you're really wanting to have a connection with someone to like be in love with someone it's not only Mm -hmm. physical attributes that are going to like hold that together exactly like there's so much more to it and i feel like a lot of it also is like you gain this like other sense of respect and like loyalty to a person and think that they're even more attractive because of other things that are not physical at all like how they treat people or like what their opinions are on really important topics like that is so much more attractive than all right yeah like this guy has a six-pack and you know he has really nice hair gel whatever it is (laughs) 
Exactly, dude. But, yeah, so I feel like with dating apps, I don't know, they're crazy, and I think they're unhealthy. I think it's also turned into, like, just a form of social media. Exactly, me too. Like, I was seeing this guy, and he was in my house, in this house, and we were, like, hanging out, like, about to go to bed, whatever. Mm Mm-hmm. And this bitch was on hinge in in my room in, in my face. in my bed like wow. messaging other and like we weren't exclusive or anything so like that part didn't bother me but I was like if you want to be like talking and like with someone else then leave exactly like, yeah don't put that in my like that is so disrespectful mm-hmm. he was like it's not even like that like I yeah it's just right, it's just like a <laughs> like a social media fix like it's really bad I'm sorry like I'm addicted to it I'm like obviously you are like this is weird like it's a bit unhealthy it's that like validation thing and mm-hmm. I think everyone goes through it like I would do it too like it's so nice to hear those like things but it's literally just like you said such a quick fix of oh, dopamine yeah. like that's all it, the thing too is like I don't know, man. I feel like I really, before COVID, like, I needed that. And then, like, after I got, like, what I needed, I suppose, from those apps, in a way. Like, because I never did anything off of them. Like, it never really did anything for me. And then it turned me into who I am now, which is self-reliant and, like... I'm not into it at all. But, you know, every now and then I go through phases. I mean, who doesn't? Where you're just like, oh, I got to download it. I used to see who's popping, you know what I mean? Sure. But, like, I feel like a reason why, or an excuse, rather, as to why I used it was because, like, I still live with my parents. Mm -hmm. And I have, like, throughout college. And it's just, like, so I can save money. And it's also so they can save money. Because my mom's, like, helping me pay. And no one's around to help them with the house and stuff. So I got to, you know, cut the grass or clean the gutters. Like, I just installed gutter shields, like, the other day. (laughs) Like, you know, just, like, stuff like that. And, like, you know, I feel like I really do. I feel like those apps could be used for good. Mm -hmm. But it's also, like it's really like just a form of dopamine in a way and i feel like it's weird how society has turned into like what gives me dopamine the fastest yeah like instagram like i'm gonna post a picture like oh my god i got i got 100 likes on this exactly what all my friends except this one friend didn't say something nice about me right sus like right no or Like, like wait i like i thought this guy was really into me like why is he not liking my post exactly why is he not commenting or like or dude i swear man i have like friends like my girlfriends whatever like i hang out with them you know they'll post a picture they'll come and be like seth like the picture i'm like i i didn't even get a chance to see it like through right. my own feed like it's like, like what if i don't even actually enjoy the photo exactly what if the lighting is terrible and then it's expected <laughs> of you because you are a friend to that person it's strange man we How live in like, weird times we do it's like i feel like there could almost be like Grudges and like fights started based on like, why like why didn't you like my post? Why exactly. Because it? it's like, but it's like who? Then it's the question more of like with all of these apps, with any form of social media, it's like who are you posting for? Are you posting for yourself? Like are you trying to remember and like share a certain memory, 
Or are you posting because you want someone very specific that follows you to see some like see like you're framing your mm-hmm. own reality like rather than living like this is who I am like this is what I did today or like whatever and then it's like why do some people feel the need to share so exactly much? I have, yeah it's like opinion. whenever I'm in my next like. <laughs> actual relationship i want to be private as hell i want people to not even know that we were dating and they see like eight years 10 20 years from now that we're just married like engaged whatever like they have no idea that like i was even with it like i want to want it to be so private because it's like i feel like once you start intertwining all those other aspects then that's where like jealousy comes in and that's where all those other little things like there are all these little cracks just like opening things up where it's like no like that's not a really what a relationship is like mm-hmm. it's not the whole like relationship goals or like it's so stupid relationship goals. i hate those hashtag photos, goals God, <laughs> my ex used to do stuff like that and every single time she did i would cringe so hard i'm like you kn- i would sell it straight up you know i don't like this <laughs> You know for a fact, but you still do it. You still make me pose. You still make me do all this stuff for your pictures, for your attention. And it's just like, I just look back and I'm like, dude, what, how childish I was to not have the courage and the strength to tell someone that I didn't want it and I like to not go through with it as well. Yeah. It's just crazy, man. That's a a strong reflection. Mm-hmm. That's growth right there. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> but yeah, man, I, it's just, I hate social media. I, I always like to like think in my head and just be like, how could this situation play out if I didn't have my phone? Right. If I didn't have my way of texting people or calling or email, Snapchat, Instagram, whatever, how could this actually play out? How could I date someone? And that's what I found in high school. Just walk right up. Say what <laughs> yeah, you want. Like, sure. say what is on your brain. And nine times out of ten, they'll like you for it. Or right. if they don't, fuck them. At, le- <laughs> at least you know from the beginning. Exactly. Like, at least you know, like, straight up. Yeah. But it's almost like, it's hard because society has made it almost impossible to not be, like, ex- an accepted person in society or, like, a functioning member of society without a phone, without social media, exactly. like, because everything, it's, like, any form of marketing, any form of, any sort of, like, outreach, like, it's, like, oh, yeah, like, get, like our Facebook page, follow right. us on Instagram, or, and then you get into, like, I feel like we could really dive into, and I don't know <laughs> if you do it, but, like, the amount of times that I've, you know, like, you look people up, you mm-hmm. know their name. Yep. You're, you, like, look them up <laughs> on every platform. Possible. <laughs> my my favorite one to do is LinkedIn. Like, I love to find people's what LinkedIn. What is that? I don't LinkedIn. know that. I actually don't know that. Okay, LinkedIn is, like, a, a business page. I'll show you LinkedIn. Yo, it's, like, a business pa- Like, if you're a business major, it's just, like, it's literally, like, you're self-marketing for, like, jobs. Like, it's a professional website. Oh. But you can really find out a lot about someone's LinkedIn, you know, like where no they, way. where they, where they, not know about doing. this? I don't know, but I, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. um, but what? it is so funny, like, cause then people connect with you and it, it's all just like, 
very very stupid because it's like oh yeah like I have this many connections and it's more so like for when you're job seeking like people will find you on LinkedIn and be like well who does this person know it's all about like connections and I think it's Mm -hmm. very very stupid um but the amount of times that I've like you can find out so much about a person just looking them up just about what they post and really great story is like finding like having sex with someone looking them up after and seeing that they're dating someone and or like yeah like seeing you know like it's like what like I just yeah I just had sex with someone that has a girlfriend of two years contributed to disaster like damn and I didn't even have a choice in like because like I would like never and then you have that like that feeling of like holy shit like I was just and that's how deceptive people are, man. Right. They don't, like, oh, man, I, I can't stand it, dude. People, Yeah. I, can't, I just can't stand it. I can't stand it. <laughs> but Straight now up. I feel like it's like when you, if I try and find someone on Instagram or Twitter or Facebook, whatever, and if I can't find them, mm. I'm like, that's hot. Oh my god! Because I'm like I'm like they're off the grid, like they off don't the care. And like lo and behold, they're probably just using a different name, and like they're on there, but like I just can't find them, whatever. Yeah. But like so many times, I'm like, wow, like they're just living their life. Like mm-hmm. I, for me to find out whatever I want to find out about this person, like I'm gonna have to hang out with them, or like I'm gonna have to like have a conversation with them. Oh yeah. And that's like not <laughs> that's not what it what it is about anymore i feel like mm-hmm. all right i think that concludes <laughs> all that definitely concludes so we are segueing into uh during covid dating now this is a weird topic because i personally live with my parents still right <laughs> and i don't know really how to go about it it's a weird thing and i don't know about you raquel <laughs> I, I, you know. During, yeah, so, boom, it's locked down. It's March. All of a sudden. I was, for spring break, I was camping with my family. Nice. And. Where'd y'all go? We were were camping out um, Pensacola. We were on the beach. It was really fun. Very cool. Um, And so, we were all hanging out. And, of course, like, you know, everyone's like, borders are going to close. Like, everyone's freaking out stocking up on toilet paper and hand sanitizer, Mm -hmm. you know? And my mom was like, you know, I still had my flight back to Charleston because, you know, before I left for spring break, we weren't in lockdown. And so she was like, you're coming straight home with us. Like, you're not going back. And I was like, that's funny. I was like, I'm going back (laughs) to Charleston. Like, because I had just broken up, you know, with my boyfriend. Mm -hmm. He lived... Like, he goes to school back home. And so I was, like, that was the last thing I wanted to do. I was, like, I feel like it's not going to be healthy for me. I feel like it's going to be a just a space. Like, I'm going to be constantly, like, triggered. Like, yep. when, like you know, like, everything that I'm going to be around or, like, be doing, I'm only going to be thinking of him and, like, our time together. And, like, yeah. I didn't want to go through that. And so, and I had just went on a date before spring break. I had just went on a date with... Yeah. John. John, yeah, John, yeah. The my class crush. Yeah. So that John. was our and I was like, you know, maybe like this could go somewhere, maybe this could just be fun. Like it's at least a distraction from Exactly whatever yeah. else is going on. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, hell no, I'm going home 
and home being Charleston. Yeah. And so came back here and ended up staying here, like finished the semester. Cause that's also like, I wanted to finish classes like in the environment that I had started them in. Like I felt like if I went home, I wouldn't have done very well. I would have yeah. just putzed around, whatever. So ended up, yeah, coming back here and lockdown was cool because yeah, had, um, I guess a quarantine bay, whatever. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I feel like there's so many funny names of them, but, yeah. um, you know, and like we would go on bike rides and we would just like do puzzles and like cook and sounds romantic. <laughs> <laughs> and it was like, it was a lot of fun. And it was like, all of my friends had already left. Like they dipped oh, out. So you had a place to yourself. Place to myself. Wow. Roommate, roommate left, and so it was just like I was completely like put, like dropped into this man's life. Yeah. And so it was like he lived with a good amount of other people, and so like you know we would all always just be hanging out during quarantine and like playing board games or drinking whatever, mm-hmm. and so like. It was like I was learning so much about him and this person, but then there was still, like, I was like, you know, he hasn't met any of my friends. Like, yeah. he, he is not, you know, like, that's a big part for me. But then ended up going home in May. I, I worked in the hospital back home, which I was really excited about. Like, I feel like I've always said like throughout my major like how cool would it be to like work during you know something like so crazy like a pandemic Mm -hmm. like a natural disaster like something like providing aid providing relief in any form and so I was super excited about that but truly since then you know living at home I feel like that's a huge shift for people because I was like well I can't like have people over here like my parents like exactly like that's like that's not gonna happen and I'm also not gonna go out and meet people right now Mm -hmm. because well first off everything's closed anyways like we're not gonna go grab a beer grab a drink like I sound alcoholic we're not gonna get (laughs) food or something or like I don't know like it's like okay if I really want to meet up with someone in person like we're gonna have to like go for a walk or something (laughs) and I had never been in my hometown on dating apps before. And so I was like, I don't even know if I want to do this. Like, I don't want to see people from high school. I don't want, and it was more so like, I don't want them to see me Exactly. Yes, that's a huge point. Like it was like, I'm curious and want to like see who's on it, but Mm -hmm. I don't want them to see me. I didn't want my ex to see me. I didn't want to see my ex. And you didn't want them to know about it at all. Exactly. Like I, you know, you wanted them to think like you are, better off you're great you're doing just fine wonderful things like your life has blossomed but like no like I'm miserable like at home with my parents and yeah it's not fun (laughs) we might have to cut this out but I (laughs) go ahead go ahead go ahead go ahead I forgot my vibrator I didn't bring it home that's yeah and so that would be tricky. it's like, it's like, all right, well. And you can't order one because like, what if mom or dad opens What if the mom package? or dad opens the package? No, and no, And so it's no. like. I have a what? lot. That's funny. Yeah. That's really funny. So lockdown was a shift. Like I had, 
a taste of single Raquel life, and then it was like, no, revert back to mm-hmm. back home, high school Raquel, without your significant other. Yeah. Well, for me, dating during COVID was uh, definitely challenging, I will say. Um, because mainly in part, like, you remember the first week or so, maybe the first two weeks, like, Kobe Bryant died? Yeah. Yeah. Rest in peace. Very much, yeah. He was, you know, I didn't really, I wasn't into basketball at the time. Mm-hmm. And, like, I guess that has been sort of my hobby along with music, like, during the pandemic. Okay. Is, like, basketball and music. I don't know why, but that's just what I chose to hey, do. And, at um, least you weren't baking bread. I was exa- baking bread. Oh. <laughs> no, no, exactly. <laughs> like, well, that's fun. Baking bread's fun. Yeah. I love to do I used to make pretzels. Yeah, for real. Yeah, butter, salt, that beat. Mm. But um, anyway, so yeah, Kobe Bryant died, right? And I was like really getting into myself. I was like, yo, holy shit, like life is crazy. Like life just happens. Mm-hmm. And then remember like first day of class I told you about my buddy Kevin that passed? Yes. Okay. He passed like a week later. And then I was like, wow, this sucks. Yeah. Because that was like my buddy, like. He taught me drums. He taught me a lot of shit about music. Mm-hmm. And it was just tough, man. And I remember, like, getting really, like, deep in thinking about life at that point. And mm-hmm. I was like, I had no time for dating. Like, mm-hmm. I was just depressed and sad, mm-hmm. honestly, like, grieving over my lost friend. And then I hate, like, I, I hate, like, talking about myself because it sounds so sad. Like, <laughs> like a month later, my dad, like, got a DUI for being drunk or something like that. And then he moved out to where my brother lives. And my brother was up in the upstate of South Carolina with his girlfriend. And then they broke up. And then, so he lived with my aunt, who lives up in Clemson. And then I had to go live in my brother's apartment because my dad was doing better and went to a rehab facility mm-hmm. and came back and lived with my mom and someone needed to watch the apartment and my mom didn't want to leave my drug addict father alone mm-hmm. inside of a place where he could do drugs mm-hmm. and not be monitored. Mm-hmm. So I had to go live there. And, um, you know, at the time I was on Tinder, whatever, Tinder, not Tinder, <laughs> just Tinder, Bumble, you know, I was just trying to like do whatever I could to make myself feel better because like deep down inside I was breaking literally like yeah. I'm not gonna lie like my one of my like brothers passed away and my dad was like going through rehab like yeah like crazy all, shit. and also like all admits like you can always tag on now like it's like and it was during a fucking pandemic, pandemic yes and like not to mention the fact that like I was also struggling with like. Like, school is whatever, because I know you could pass-fail everything, right? Right. So I was like, whatever, dude. Yeah. Like, straight up, like, I didn't really care. But, like, my job, which I value a lot, because, like, on some days, like, yeah, I hate going in. But, like, there's there's usually not a day where I go in where I don't smile at least one time, and it's because of a kid. Yeah. You know, some stupid shit that they do. <laughs> you know? And it's just, like, so funny. And they really do make my day. And, um... I got put into, like, since schools, like, closed down and stuff, they put me into a special, like, position where I could watch kids whose parents worked in, like, hospitals and stuff. Mm. So that's mm-hmm. what I did throughout the pandemic until, like, September and stuff. 
And um, that took my mind off of it a lot. But even then, like, I still had no interest in dating at all. It was just like, I guess depression. Yeah. <laughs> the best way to put it, yeah. honestly. Like, it was it I was mean, bad. it's, I feel like all of those moments were, like, very sobering. Like, they were very, like, mm-hmm. oh, holy shit. And, like, yeah. th- those, like, just realization of, like, wow, okay. And it's hard because I feel like, I mean, I feel like so much with COVID, I started to pull away from certain people that, like, weren't confronting things or, like, weren't really, like, you know, because, like, some people, some people do have, like, it's their personality to go out and to, like, have those escapes. Yeah. And I think everyone does it to some extent because like life is hard shit happens and like sometimes it's just nice to have an escape like whatever that looks like but to a point like it can be unhealthy and I think for me it was similarly like unhealthy like I would just I would always push everything away like very much so like I was so emotionally unavailable Mm -hmm. during my relationship and then like after I was like well you know fuck this like I wasted so much time Mm -hmm. and so I feel like because you know like nothing else is going on you're literally sitting at home on whatever apps whatever social media and like you're still seeing people like maybe still trying to have some sense of normalcy or you're seeing you know a lot of people just kind of like disappear and like do their own thing and so I think a big thing for during my like COVID lockdown like I was just so grateful that I had started therapy before and like right before everything went down and then like had and like still have my same therapist like Mm -hmm. from then and like I don't think I would be at the place where I'm at right now if it wasn't for that because just like learning so much just about myself and I I stand by it everyone should have a therapist (laughs) like it is so nice to like be able to talk to someone and the only thing that like their job is to make you just like understand more about yourself yeah and like to understand like what how you can like be the best version of yourself and like what you can do to like progress yourself through life but yeah similarly like having that like that was so much more my focus and I was like yeah I'm definitely not ready to like date and like definitely don't have the space to be intimate with anyone so like that's out the window like forget about it and I think part of me was kind of like you know when I returned back to school in August depending on what stage of the world whatever is happening like then like we'll see you know like what's happening because like it's it's just like it was more accessible like it's easier like in Charleston than it is for me like back home to like hang out with someone yeah for sure (laughs) all right let's do some story time right sounds good to me all right so who are your pandemic sweethearts give me give me all the details so I had I'm gonna keep it at two because I don't want to think too much (laughs) all of that so number one we know teacher uh her name was what Jane Doe earlier I think 
We're yeah, the keep assistant. It. The, the, the assistant. assistant. Te- teacher okay. assistant. Teacher assistant. It's very clear that it is a teacher assistant. Okay. <laughs> Jane Doe. Yeah, I, you know, I saw her during all that depressive episode stuff and definitely wasn't my best moments. Definitely used her, I'm not going to lie, as a way to get my stuff out. It's not, that was the best way to put it, but you know what I mean? Like, yeah, you know, I, I just, it wasn't smart. I shouldn't have used someone to help me get better. I what? shouldn't have. All right, I'm going to stop you. Let, no, 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 not like that. Okay, okay. Like, don't be so hard on yourself. You are acting like everyone here has never used someone. Hold on. I'm not saying that, but I just, I don't like... It's okay. You know what I mean? It was it was casual. Yeah. And it there the intentions were for physical intimacy and And I mean I told keeping, her the deal. And like exactly, like keeping yeah. your mind off things. Yeah. Yeah. And I told her what was up. I told her the And deal. that's all that matters. You exactly. were clear with your intentions. Yes. Alright, cool. Well great. <laughs> Alright. And then the second lucky Muhena was uh, a girl I met off Bumble, <clears throat> and she was really cool at first, and then turned out to be a Jesus freak. I don't know. I want a church girl that go to church and read her Bible. Yeah, she definitely read her Bible. <laughs> she, dude, I'm not even lying. I remember, like, we wouldn't talk for like almost a whole day, and then she was like, "Yeah, I was reading the Bible. I was reading a lot about the Bible," and I was like, "Uh." <laughs> She said, I, dude, I'm not even joking with you. I had like a two hour long conversation over text, like argument about evolution. And how, like, I was like, she was like, how are we related to apes? And I'm like, how are we? How are we not? Like, and she was like, well, apes walk bipedally. And I was like, yeah, no fucking shit. Like, of course they do a lot. Like, dogs can walk bipedally if they want. Like, they can get up, but not very long. That's right. the difference. Right. Oh, yeah. We can, so that'll be another, ep- we can yeah. get into that hot take oh, on yeah. Yeah, yeah. religion. Fuck. Evolution during the <laughs> <laughs> But okay, so we've got teacher's assistant, and then, so church girl, how long? That was like, about, oh, August to November. So this it was after, and she broke up with me while I was in Colorado. I, yeah. So yeah. oh, so you all you all were defined like you were boyfriend girlfriend. Yes. Sl- okay. Like yeah. it was exclusive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Like, you know, because I that's what I was looking for, and like I guess in a way am looking for. Like I'm kind of past the the casual yeah. like open like yeah like i'm just always questioning like what are, are we? we yeah <laughs> i'm tired of it dude i'm like if i'm not like able to answer that question i'd rather do something that is going to be more productive to me rather sure. than like waste my time worrying about you yeah you know what i mean that's why i've spent so much time like music basketball gym like just stuff to like well, you're doing the stuff that you like. And, exactly. like, there will be someone that also likes those things and, like, compliments that. Like, exactly. you're not out there searching for, like, okay, how can I relate to this other person to, like, get them to like me? Or, like, exactly. get, like, have us have some sort of connection. How can I relate to someone that is 
I can't relate to. <laughs> Essentially, it's just like it's you can't. How you know? can I twist my whole entire life to make them think that I'm interesting, like right? to them? Because like it's like I know that I'm interesting, but like they For might sure. not think the things that I think I'm. In, and yeah, you know, like the things that I think <laughs> are interesting about me, they could give two shits about. Yeah, and that's not fun. And then like you have to spend your time making them feel as though they should be interested when they're not and you know they're not and right. you're just wasting your time at that point <laughs> but how about you who were your pandemic sweethearts and Ugh. how long were they you know you know so after working in the hospital coming back to charleston in august um i still really badly wanted to experience single life as you tell yeah and so I, yeah, like dating apps were in full swing. I was on, <laughs> I was on Tinder and, you know, I was active on Tinder and I'm someone like, <laughs> I will, I don't care to like message first. I don't care to like be the one like initiating things. So if there was someone that I saw that tickled my peach, we, we oh, would yeah. go for it. Like, okay. fuck it. Why not? Yeah. Um, but I think. You know, it's really not... I don't need to, like, name them mm-hmm. because that's not what's important for no, no, no. me. No. But I think the bigger thing is during Raquel being single, and I, I don't know why I'm talking about myself in the third person. I used to do that. It's okay. <laughs> used to? Used okay. To. <laughs> me being single during COVID, you know, like, it was a lot more, like, social negotiation of, like, what like okay like before covid it was like okay you're if you're hooking up with someone if i'm gonna have sex with someone i'm gonna ask them you know when was the last time you were tested i don't want an std i don't want you know like if we're clean like beautiful let's let's ride but like if not like mm, pump the brakes and it's really it's a it's a double entendre for me because i'm allergic to latex so it's like there's a there's a lot of conversations that I like have to have with partners and so then with covid it was like okay when was the last time that you were tested for STDs and also like when was the last time you were tested for covid exactly. cuz like I don't want to get chlamydia but I also don't want to get covid mm-hmm. because both of them sound terrible yeah and that's not Double what it's C, about you know C&C, so, yeah don't I don't <laughs> Like, that sounds terrible. Uh-uh. Like, torture. So, I think a lot about me, like, being casual during COVID was, like, just being so scared of, like, trusting people because I would only really meet up with people that I were, like, a mutual, like, friend. Like, if, like, if my roommates knew them and, like, could kind of vouch for them, yeah. then I'd be, like, I'd be more trusting of it. But, like, if it was someone that I've never met before, don't know anything about, like, I'm yeah. not gonna, like, not gonna hang out with you. I'm not gonna, no. Like, that's absolutely not. Because it was, like, how can I trust what's coming out of their mouth? Exactly. You can't. You don't know them. You can't. And so... It's really hard to take someone like that someone completely random at face value like that too it's very tricky yeah it's hard but i think i definitely have had my um experiences we have 
had personal gains through mm. the, you know, like, if you are seeing a bartender, let's say, yeah. you usually get free drinks. Hey. Yeah. If you're seeing, hypothetically, a tattoo artist, you get free tattoos. You get free tattoos. If you... <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, it's like... It was almost more of a an exchange for me. Yeah. And um, we were just working with a different sort of currency. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> that sounds <laughs> terrible. No, not at all. But, yeah. Um, yeah, so I think dating for me during COVID has just been a lot more of like, you know, I don't want to get COVID. How can I trust this person? Um yeah. All right. So, you know, we talked a little bit about what we did during COVID, during lockdown. I was baking bread. You were being a baller. Yeah. Did you watch any, like, shows during COVID? Like, binge watch? I watched some... I can lie, I watched some anime. Kind of okay. weird, kind of weird, kind of weird. But I also watched a lot of Catfish. I don't know if you know what that is or not. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, like the show, right? Okay, oh, catfish. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah I've catfish? got a yeah, I got a story about. Well, that. go ahead. Like, yeah, tell, <laughs> tell catfish. So, um, I've been catfished before, and well, it all started from. Uh huh. All started from Tinder. Okay. Just like I was saying, like it's really hard for me to feel comfortable and trust enough to like meet up with someone if I don't know anything about them like other than their profile but I guess I was you know going out on a whim this night um I was out with some friends we were drinking some beer and ended up coming back to our house and just hanging out and was texting um this guy we'll say his name is Jack and Um, I was like, I asked Jack, I was like, if he wanted to like meet us out, like at the bar and he was like, oh, like I'm really not comfortable with like being in big like social situations. So I was like, okay, that's like, that's fine. I Mm -hmm. totally respect that. Um, and then once we like came back here, it was literally just like me and my three other friends. And I was like, still like, you know, like, Hey, like, yeah, like if you want to come over, um, hang out with us, like chill. Cause like, I still wanted to like meet this person yeah like in a casual setting not like a very intimate like personal one-on-one type yeah. deal it's always smart to have someone you know yeah like or like out in public yeah so he was like well i would rather like us just hang out like just me and you mm. and i was like eh, red flag yeah, like what er, the fuck error 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 right but also <laughs> that error was overridden by my drunkenness and I was like, yeah, yeah, sure, whatever. Um, and so I was like, yeah, was like, here, I was like, sure, like, my friends are leaving, like, feel free to come over and like, my one roommate like was still awake so like she knew that someone was coming over um, and he drove over to my house and I went downstairs to get him because he was like, texting me, he was like, I'm here. And I opened the door, and I wish I had, 
like any sort of evidence. Like I wish I could have seen my face when I opened the door because yeah. it was not at all the person that I matched with. Oh my like, god, yeah, that's crazy. Did not look at all, like at all. And I like I was probably like mortified. But um, you know, continued to like invite him into my home. <laughs> that's the person you are that's like strike one (laughs) yeah yeah, yeah. um and then strike two we're like hanging out in my room and i'm like a i'm a very curious child when it comes like meeting people like i love asking all the questions and like actually like getting to know someone like Mm -hmm. i don't really care about being like too intrusive or anything like i want to get to know someone whatever and so it's just like you know talking whatever and he was just like very short like very weird oh. and then he was like do you want to lay down and i was like yeah for sure and i got i got up i stood up like i was agreeing to laying down and then i was like as i'm gonna getting up stand up and distance myself <laughs> yeah from for you. sure gets up. <laughs> like i'm like it's <laughs> like i don't know what's happening anymore and so I, like, went out into my roommate's room, and I was like, help. Like, oh, my gosh. Like, I don't know what to do. Like, he's not the person that I thought. Like, he was, like I'm getting catfished right now. Like, I don't know what to do. And she was like, dude, just, like, tell him to leave. Like, and I was like, I can't. Like, I don't know. Like, I was, I was so naive that I was like, no, like, I don't want to hurt his feelings. And, oh, like, God. and so terrible you know, I'll out myself. I, my, what was going through my head was like, I, the only way to get this person to leave is if I have sex with them. Yeah. Like, I'll have sex with them and then be like, you've got to go. Not like, just, just simply out. like, hey, like, yeah. leave. Or like, hey, like, uh, you know, like, I'm, whatever. Literally any other uh, excuse. So, I was like, no, I, I know I'm not going to have sex with this person because I don't want to. Mm-hmm. But I then, I was like, all right, I, I was talking to my roommate and I was like, I need you to act like you're throwing up. Like, I need you to act like you are like belligerently drunk and like you're throwing up and like, I, like I'll, I'll have to take care of you and that'll get him to leave. Yeah. And so we, you know, attempted this beautiful execution. Honestly, <laughs> should be nominated for a Grammy or something. Yep, yep, yep. Is Grammy music? I think it's Golden Globe. Golden Globe. Yep, yep. Some award because it was impeccable. Um, you know, she was acting like she was throwing up. No, it was a terrible performance. And he definitely caught on that like it was a performance, a performance yeah, and not real because she was like giggling in between her like oh, pouring God. water into the toilet like she was between throwing her up. Sets. Yeah. <laughs> and um so I like went in and I was like I'm really sorry like she's just really drunk like we'll have to like pick this up some other time. Mm-hmm. And he like didn't really get it and I was like I need you to leave. And he's like oh, oh like oh okay. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so like you know open the door and like scooted him out and then uh-huh. me and my roommate like she like came out of the bathroom we just start busting out laughing because we were like how crazy that like i just had like i couldn't i didn't have the courage to literally just be like hey sorry like i'm not interested or like because yeah. it's it's weird like i don't know why sometimes i feel like i owe something to those people yeah. that are it's like they've already made this effort to like come over and like now they also know where i live like this is weird mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, that was the time that I got catfished. 
I then like got off all dating apps for a very long time and really had some soul searching because yeah. I was like that like in a nutshell was just so terrifying and like it could have went way yeah. way worse mm-hmm. but I also could have handled things you know like I could have not invited him into my home like at that first strike yeah but yeah so great show yeah uh Neve and Max, you know, I don't know if they would have really liked his profile and his approach. They probably the, whatever pictures liked. he was using. I don't <laughs> yeah. know. Um, but yeah, that's that's, that's an that. unfortunate tale. <laughs> All right. Speaking of where we want to be later on after. You know, because eventually this will all end one day. Right. Hopefully sooner than later. Yeah. So, obviously, like, when we reflect about the past, there's things that, like, we like to take and there's things that should stay there. And that's for a reason. Mm -hmm. And it's the same thing when you think about, like, corona. Like, what are we taking from this pandemic and what are we leaving behind? And how is that going to affect us? Like, in looking for a future intimate partner. Yeah. What do you think, Rico? Yeah, I think big thing for me is really kind of, I know, like, the personal work that I did during the pandemic. And I feel like I understand a lot more just, like, about myself and um, really am focusing on just kind of, like, being me and, like, looking for someone that not only like accepts me but like celebrates me Mm -hmm. rather than like wanting to like be just validated by like how I look or like what I do like I so it's definitely more of a shift of like okay cool like someone can look good but Mm -hmm. like are they a good person how do they how do they kind of go about life and like how did they go about life during COVID like were they you know, wearing masks, were they, like, doing what they could to help, or, you know, like, did they think COVID was a hoax? Mm -hmm. Like, did they think it was just political? Um, I think an honorable mention of the pandemic was also the resurgence of Black Lives Matter. Yeah. And all of the events um, that have happened in like it was a really big thing and I think it this had such a larger impact because it those events were happening when people were didn't have their normal escapes like didn't have their normal things that like took up time and so it really made people confront some ideas or you know their own thoughts or biases and I think that's really important for me like my partner has to be someone that you know, understands and cares about social and political events Mm -hmm. and is anti-racist and is someone that, like, trusts science. And, like, you know... Yes, for sure. I... I, Like, those are non-negotiables. Like, it's not... Like, someone could be the most beautiful person in the world, but if you really think that Trump's response to this pandemic was grand... 
we've got another conversation. A whole, that's like a whole other podcast where, right. like, oh my God, I could go on for days and days, man. Ugh. Yeah. So yeah. what else? I mean, what are you taking or what are you leaving? I think, what am I taking? Well, I'll tell you what I'm leaving. Okay. Zoom. I'm leaving Zoom behind. I hope to never, ever have to touch another stupid Zoom meeting again. Um, okay. That's a big one. Yeah. But for dating-wise, I'm definitely going to attempt to leave like dating apps behind. Okay. And try to eliminate like face valueness, if that's yeah. a word. Or yeah. like... Tr- like I don't know. Attraction, like, based off of looks, I'm trying to leave that behind. Like, because, yeah. I mean, it, it, like, obviously it's a big part of a relationship. Like, you have to be attracted to someone in order to date them. But, like, I feel like that's been pretty much it. Mm-hmm. And I need to move on from that because it's shallow. And it's not something that... I mean, it's not what I'm looking for. Right. You know it's I mean? like it's like sex is inevitable. Like exactly. If you, if you want to have sex with someone, essentially you can have sex with anyone. And like, but it's more so like, is that the only purpose or like, mm-hmm. is that the only thing that a relationship is serving? And like, for me, it's not like I'm not someone that like, sure, I enjoy being intimate with people, but like. It's more so, like, I want to be intimate with people that, like, respect me and, like, know who I am as a person. Yeah. And it's more so, like, kind of going through life and going through all these things and, like, getting to challenge each other and, like, grow with one another. Like, that's more of what it's about for me. And I feel like I... Like, I really would love to see where I would be right now if my ex and I didn't break up before the pandemic. Yeah. Because I feel like I would have went home immediately. We would have quarantined together. I would have hated my life. Yeah. And I wouldn't have had these, like, experiences and these moments to, like, really learn, like, okay, what is it about me that is really cool and like Mm -hmm. what do I bring to the table and also like what complements that for me yeah that's really cool I also think like the the touch on the subject you were talking about earlier with the mask wearing and stuff like I feel like like two years three years down the road if I'm like meeting a girl and she goes like yeah like during the pandemic like Trump did such a good job and stuff. I'm going to be like, <laughs> like, what are right. you, the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> like, are you actually kidding me? Like, right. And, you know, I've never judged someone based off political views. I think Republican views, like, they're there for a reason, right? Mm-hmm. Like, to uphold whatever constitutional values that they hold, you know, like, to really, like, get government out of government in a way. Mm-hmm. But then again, like, half of them don't know, like, I just think they're all scumbags. <laughs> like, they really are, like, you know, like, Ted Cruz, like, a few weeks ago, whatever, like, whenever Texas was out of power, yeah, went Texas. to freaking Cancun. Right. And then came back and was like, 
Yeah, I was just trying to escort my daughters. No, you weren't. Right. Why? Why? <laughs> if the dude, you wouldn't let your daughters go. Like, it, just think about it politically. Like, if I was a politician and my state was out of power, would I leave the state? No. Right. I no. would do something to help that state. But anyway, that's not dating. That's a whole different thing. <laughs> but like, but the importance of like, yeah, like, like having exactly. Like, did like, they support those people? Did they? But and also like having just like the intelligence and like the ability to like not be ignorant in those moments because it's so easy to just be like, oh, well, like I don't pay attention to that stuff because it mm-hmm. doesn't affect me, or, or I just don't... hear what you want to hear. And exactly. Stuff like that. Yeah. But it's like at the end of the day, like you know. There are people in this world that are, you know, like, just, just like marginalized communities or just like people that are faulted by our system. And it's like, oh, yeah, that so much more shows about a person like what they're about and like what they want to do with their life. Like what? Like, I'm not a religious person, but like so many people like you know, like, searching for, like, their purpose in life and, like, what they want to do and, like, Mm -hmm. I feel like some people, you know, like, want to just enjoy life, like, take each day. And, like, great. That's great. I think everyone should have those moments. But, like, I'm more about, like, how am I going to, like, make an impact? Like, how am I going to make less people around me suffer? Like, how are people going to, like, have a better life like exactly. why would you not want to support that yeah we're really going off the tracks here. yeah that's okay <laughs> i think like i don't know man like honestly thinking about dating after covid it's just like like let's say covid ends in april COVID okay. ends in May. Yeah, vaccines are here. Yeah, everyone everyone in the whole entire country is vaccinated. Sweet. Even the anti-vaxxers? Even the anti-vaxxers. They're vaccinated. <laughs> they don't have a choice. Like, realistically, am I going out to a bar? No. That's just not... I don't... Personally, I don't do that. That's just yeah. not me. Am I going to, like... I don't think I'm changing that much of what I do. Like, because... I'm still going to be, like, going to the gym. And I guess I'm essentially taking that from the pandemic. Like, I'm still going to be, like, gym, basketball, and the music thing. Yeah. Because, like, that's what I felt, like, really helped me get through this pandemic, you know? And, like, I should look for not necessarily those qualities in another person, but I should look for... The person to be able to like, respect those qualities about me and to Absolutely. be able to like understand that those things are like s- kind of like I don't want to say sacred but like in a way like those are things that I'm not willing to give ground on and like yeah. I can't and like if they did something about I don't know if they you know had a hobby or something like I would want the same respect like I'm gonna give them that same respect you know what I mean absolutely yeah yeah I feel like we're both having these moments of like how important self-love was during exactly the pandemic and mm-hmm. like actually sitting down and kind of not having an i like an identity crisis but like being like what I, is it i definitely have i one. had one too <laughs> yeah, okay sure. i didn't want to out myself yeah, no, no, 100% have one, but yeah. like yeah like what is it that like i actually like to do because i think it's really easy to get into a relationship and identify yourself 
just with that person. Exactly. Like, whatever you both, like, enjoy doing, which, like, it's great to, like, have a partner where you, like, both love to go on bike rides, but, like, if I really, really like to bake bread and they don't, they've got to respect that I'm... They're (laughs) gluten-free. You don't know they've understand, gotta, dude. They've got to respect my sourdough starter. That's the thing I'm taking with freaking pandemics. <laughs> I'm never touching another gluten-free person in my life. <laughs> I don't want to look their way. I don't want them to know I exist. I'm tired of them. I'm so sick of them. I truly am. Like celiac disease or just like, oh, I'm gluten-free? I'm gluten-free. <laughs> you know, like pucker out the lips and everything. Like frig off, bro. Eat a freaking right. piece of bread. Oh. So no gluten free for Seth. None. Once we're vaccinated, and we need a carnivorous female. <laughs> <laughs> if you are a female that likes bread and, and meat, meat and, and basketball, yep. music, yep. and the gym, hey, hit me up. I've got the man for you. It's right here. It's kind of cool. <laughs> <laughs> and if you like a woman, right? <laughs> um, I'm, I'm going to go, I'm, I'm kind of blanking. She has a really cool house. It's one of the only houses I've been to downtown. It's really nice. There's a lot of a really cool Buddha guy. It's really interesting. You I know like what? I really appreciate your attempt right now. Thank in you. Like, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. Um, <laughs> outlining me, but... <laughs> I don't. I don't think I need this right now. I appreciate it, but I don't think I need it. Got you. <laughs> and we're gonna pause right here for a quick break from one of our sponsors. So I know we just talked a lot about dating apps and how they affected dating pre-COVID. So I'm gonna give it away to Raquel and our guest, and they're gonna discuss what dating apps was like and how is it successful now. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, so dating apps, we love them. We hate them. They're weird. They're funny. Um, sometimes I feel like we only hear the really scary or really weird or really bad stories about dating apps, but I have a friend with me today who will be using an alias and she's going to share her dating app experience. So go ahead and introduce yourself. Hey everyone. My name is Skylar. (laughs) So, Skylar, uh, just tell us a little bit about what was COVID like for you? Where were you at? How'd you go through it? Yeah, COVID was not fun. It, it hasn't been fun. It's still going on. Um, but um, it was nice to uh, have some more time to spend with my family. Um, I started out here in Charleston um, during the semester. Obviously, that ended. Um, went to visit some family um, in a lot of different places um, around the southeast. And then um, ended up back here in August for school to start again All right, online. Cool. So were you on – any dating apps before COVID at all? Like, was that your scene at all? No. Okay. I I mean, I was on dating apps, yes. But I was not actively pursuing something, whether it was a hookup or a dating situation. Okay. I wasn't pursuing it. Okay. And so then – but you got on dating apps more yeah. seriously during COVID. Yeah. I was on them before just for, like – Fun, drunk nights, swiping through with friends, objectifying men a little bit. Just a little bit. Sorry. <laughs> um, and then um, just, like, yeah, just for a good time and not really 
pursuing anything, messaging anyone just to see what was out there, you know. Okay, cool. So there's obviously a bunch of different ones. What dating apps were you on? Do you have a preference, a favorite one? I have a favorite one. I have some not favorite ones too. Okay. <laughs> um, I was all in them all. Um, I tried Bumble, Tinder, uh, and Hinge, which is my favorite one. But um, Bumble and Tinder, Tinder's more for like hookups. And um, I personally am not interested in just like a hookup. I know it can be like super empowering for certain people. Um, but um, for me, like I'm more comfortable getting to know a person and more confident when I like am comfortable with and com- yeah yeah no person better gotcha cool um and then bumble is just i didn't feel like messaging people per the first i had nothing clever to say <laughs> okay so hinge seems to be hinge, hinge was the like the best yes. one why do you like hinge so much um i like that you can have prompts first off like they ask you like questions that you can use for your profile and then you can also get to know certain information that um can be a make or break for you mm. like political um affiliations mm-hmm. um whether or not like they smoke which like depending on what you smoke <laughs> i thought you were gonna say whether but, or not they smell <laughs> that also should be a choice but, yeah. on there, but it's not <laughs> um and then i think you can tell a lot by a picture so like i do think like a picture is worth like a thousand words or whatever the saying is okay um but yeah that seemed to be the best one for me and that I was most comfortable with. All right. So what is it like to be a Skylar on Hinge? Like how often were you on it? Were you messaging people yeah. a lot? Did Skylar you know? is fun. She's sexy. Okay. She's fierce. Okay. Um, she um, likes the outdoors <laughs> and um, cares about the environment, has oh. some active like rock climbing pictures, oh. stuff like that. Okay. Yeah. Cool. She's cool. Skylar's cool. Skylar's Skylar's pretty cool. Okay, I would date Skylar. So, were you on Hinge like every day? What, no. What was what did it look like? Dating apps. Hey. Um. Sorry. Sorry. Don't, um, no judgment. No judgment to people who are. Um. We're all trying to find yeah, love in a hopeless place. I know. Place. I get that. <laughs> That's true. Um. I was on it. I mean, over COVID, COVID was pretty boring and isolating and lonely. So mm-hmm. I will say, uh, I was on it a bit. Like, again, really didn't message that people that often. But I was finally in a place. I was in a relationship, like, a year before COVID um, and just, like, wasn't really interested. If it, like, came along, I would totally have been, like, pursued it. But I, like – like, I mean, obviously nothing was really going on in COVID. Hard to meet people. Um, but, yeah, like, hadn't ever really looked for a date – like, to date someone and wasn't, like, ever a serial dater. Like, honestly, haven't been in a relationship – functional relationship for longer than three months um but yeah (laughs) it's hard it's hard (laughs) um so I was like finally ready to date someone um and like actually go on a date which I'd never been on um like a formal date with dinner included which is very important to me um yeah yeah. so okay so who so did you remain online or did you meet up with anyone? Yeah, so I did end up meeting up with um not that many people, like two people. But um I did 
actually go from the virtual world into like the in-person okay world. and like that had to have been a little bit scary yeah like, no I never, exactly it was scary because of the pandemic which added like challenges but then also because i've never actually been on a date before so yeah. like yeah um what do you do i know i was like the logistics were like <laughs> interesting and so i asked so i went on um like so i so i started messaging a guy um, we'll call him Stanley. Okay. Um, back in, well, he messaged me first April of COVID 2020. Yeah, he messaged um, her. He messaged first. me first, which okay. was nice. Um, and at the time, yeah. So I didn't respond until ju- June. June, yeah. And then Skylar's respectful. <laughs> well, no, I just I actually like hadn't been on the app. Like I just and I I'm wasn't joking. in Charleston, so it just yeah. Um, and then. I we were talking throughout the summer, but consistently and consistently. So like every couple of days or weeks. Okay. Um, and so then I came back to Charleston, and I was like, I was preparing myself mentally to go on a date. Like I was back in um, my hometown, so like I was bored. There's no one there. It's suburbia. Um. So and I wasn't going to go on a date with like my parents around. I don't Being know. Being on like, dating apps in your hometown. Oh, no. So oh, I also weird. yeah, definitely saw a lot of people. Seth lives I here. Know. He's always on mm-hmm. dating apps on his hometown. Yeah. Oh, that's oh, got to be. Sorry, that's sorry. Be um. But yeah, so I was. I had it set to Charleston, which was nice because they let you set it to a different location. Yeah, you travel around. COVID. No, they you, they used to not let you do that, but on Tinder and hinge they let you do that now yeah because covid's like right. yeah since you can't travel right i've been setting mine to australia and it's oh, been very fun smart. yeah <laughs> um yeah no so i had it set to charleston and was messaging people here so that i could prepare myself to go on a date when i got back okay so, so stanley you're messaging so i was messaging whatever. stanley but i was not discriminating against other people i was also messaging other people absolutely um and yeah so i but I did think that I was going to vibe with Stanley the best. Like, we, he fit the bill. He had a lot of things I was interested in going for him. Um, uh, he seemed really smart, funny, and just, like, a genuinely well-rounded, good human, which, like, you want hard in a partner. Yeah. Hard and is hard to find, I think. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I would hope not, but it is kind of. Um, and so – yeah, so I got back to Charleston and um, was still messaging this guy, but was asked to go on a date. And so I did with this by a guy, different guy. By this guy named Bill. Okay, we'll use <laughs> we'll Bill. call him Bill. Um, and we went to Barca, mm. which is cursed. How, how that, yeah. It did not go well. Yes. I mean, okay, he looked, <laughs> he also fit the bill. He was, um, interested in same sorts of things that I was um we had a good conversation over the dating app and then transferred over to yeah. phone number so who knows thing. it could have just been yeah. Barca because no it was note, definitely mm, I mean I mean but yes. just so you all know Barca is cursed go there with your friends and family do not go on a first date Don't there go on a first date there it will so not far it well. hasn't worked out for anyone we know no one. um but <laughs> anyways we went um because of covid i asked him like what um like how he'd been careful and everything and he like was also like being pretty careful as i was um so uh, i was comfortable meeting up with him he could have been lying but he i don't think he was um you trusted i trusted yeah. him you had from what i knew yeah least. we had, had a conversation sure he seemed like an person. and so um we met up 
I didn't hug him. I waved at him. Okay. Six <laughs> From feet. Not six feet, but like most Distance. Yeah. Distance. Okay. Um, we sat at a table, had a conversation. I asked all of the questions oh. and received like yes or no answers, even though they weren't like yes or no questions. Um, it was just r- like pulling teeth. And so Bill was boring. Bill was boring. Sorry, Bill. But yeah, just really had to do a lot of work and – wasn't like it wasn't bad but it wasn't great like there was just no connection there yeah um but i got free food out of it that was a major bonus plus so then i left (laughs) (laughs) i left didn't give him a hug i mean like i just was being cautious it wasn't yeah i just waved goodbye and then we went our separate ways okay yes and but i was still messaging stanley because i was holding out hope for this guy because he seemed like a good guy okay so moving on from moving bill. on so this was like a prep for like the real deal yeah like going on a real date bill was the test like, run yeah he was because you were like i got out my a- nerves yeah. like and like i was like okay yeah like i can totally do this like it's just a conversation i'm good at that um and yeah i wanted um i was like ready to go on a date so it's October now, and we, me and Stanley were supposed to meet up um, and finally go on a date after all this time. And Because um, you all had been messaging We had been messaging basically since June, July, um, which is, okay. yeah, That's significant a good, amount of time. But, like, granted, like, we hadn't been in the same place at the same time. Yeah, okay. So um, we were supposed to meet up in October, um, and he is a healthcare worker, um, and it – um, he's super busy. There is a pandemic going on, obviously. <laughs> and so um, he was like, hey, to be really honest with you, this month is no good for me. Um, I have a lot going on. I'm super stressed. Um, can we meet up in a month? Like the whole month? Like a whole month later. And I was like, okay, this guy doesn't actually want to meet up. Um, Let me down out. easy. Yeah. Okay. He just doesn't want to say that he's not actually going to meet up with me. Um, so I appreciated the honesty and i was like listen um yeah like totally fine like totally understand your situation um yeah message me back in a month we'll see where i'm at because yeah. i could find the love of my life in a month who knows like you i could. was just no i was yeah. holding out hope but like i was also just like pursuing other things just like you know in the meantime um and if he never messaged me back i i wouldn't no hard feelings. yeah no hard feelings cool. so a month later, it's around October to November 1st, and literally to the day, he texts me back and asks to go on a date. Wow. Um, yeah, man. so he it was a man of his word. Man yes. of his word. A man of his word, um, which was very nice. Uh, so we finally went out, and it was like a 10 out of 10 for You didn't day. go to it Barca, was, though, right? No, we did not go okay. to Barca, which is the key. I think <laughs> Um, we went to Container Bar, and it was a good, good time. Like, I really got to know him well. I think he got to know me. Had a couple of drinks, so it was comfy. Um, yeah. And, yeah, it was just a good time. Like, we, we talked for, like, four hours just about, like, everything. Yeah, it was a And really did he ask good- you questions He back? asked me questions, which, pro tip, men out there, and women. And women. And, yeah, everybody. <laughs> ask your partner questions. Like, it's just – 
the nice thing to do. Ping pong is what rec- um. <laughs> <laughs> it should, yeah, no, totally. Ask questions. It should be like ping pong back and forth. Back and like, forth. Let's get some reciprocation going here. Yes, it's important, especially if you like, yeah, are to just get to know them better and for them to get to know Reci- reciprocity, people. <laughs> reciprocity. Um, okay, so the first date went well. It went really well, yeah. And so then we went on a couple more after that. Oh, yes. How's it going? Um, yeah, we went. Um, like did some a lot of activities. Went on like long walks on the beach. Did you? Which beach? (laughs) I don't remember. It was one of the two that we have here. I guess it was Bali. Bali. It was was Bali. Yeah. Oh, because we're supposed to go rock climbing. So yeah, it was Bali. And then you went. Yeah, we went on some dates and it was fun. And then I left um, for two months because um, of the holidays and COVID. Like, I was just gone. And so um, then I got back. And we were still, still talking throughout this time, two-month period. He, like, still wanted to talk even though we only went on four dates, which, like – I mean, that's a good – That's significant. That's yeah. like a make or break. Like, you yeah, should like, know someone right. by then and, you know, like, hey, keep this going or hey, And I really. hadn't even slept with him, which uh, – yeah, like, I really That is actually yeah. – um, oh. So I left and I had it fucked up with him. Um, so, yeah. And so then I left. <laughs> I was gone. And, um, got back. He picked me up from the airport, which was so nice. So nice. An um, Uber from the airport? Yeah. No way. no way. And, um, yeah. And then we kept going on dates. And so I eventually did sleep with him. <laughs> okay. So this really, like, turned into, like, a relationship for you. Yes. It was definitely a relationship. But so we this, weren't, like, calling each other, like, boyfriend, girlfriend, because from the no, beginning, like, I knew he was leaving. Okay, but, like, yeah. y'all were, like, exclusive. Yes. So, yeah. where are you all at now? We're not dating anymore. Okay. Um, But that's just because of where we're both at in life. He is going on to um his residency and moving, and I'm graduating college and going who knows where. We'll figure yeah. it out. Still figuring it out. Um, So... With that being said, it was really nice. It was a good time. And I um was I got to know someone new during COVID, which like a lot of people can't say they did, um, because it was like a super lonely, isolating period where you kind of had your initial group of friends or like a primary group that you probably hung out with and then um not really obviously meeting anyone else. So it was nice to have like new experiences and um just like get to know, yeah, someone new um and have that exciting something yeah um over this period of time and just um hang out with them and yeah it was a good time no that sounds like very successful yeah it so. was it was i have a good friend out of it now yeah we might not be together still because of just circumstances but um i really did enjoy him and get to know him and now um yeah we're going yeah. our separate ways but good friendship good and, and i don't yeah, yeah i don't really think- well. Yeah. I don't think I've made my like good friend from a dating app yet. Seth, oh. Seth, have you? Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. We just so, have one common. So that's it was, awesome. Like, easy. Yeah. That's awesome. So where's Skylar's trajectory now? Like mm. post vaccines, you know, what's happening? Are we staying on dating apps? Are we hoping to go back mm. to like an organic meeting people out and about? Like, what do you think hmm. you're looking for? Yeah. Um, I like would love to meet someone in person. I just think that's a better story. Um, if you're gonna <laughs> tell people down the road. Um, but 
like in this day and age, I just don't think that's as practical, um, especially because now COVID are like, it's just going to make people more cautious. I feel like, um, maybe I could be wrong about that. Everyone's just going to like, after want to make yeah. out with everybody. <laughs> yeah, you're like, you're like in a bar and you're like, yeah, I'm vaccinated. And you hear someone else. Oh, like, that's you're vaccinated. And then yeah, you're like, that's, yeah. Um, but at the same time, um, I think, yeah, I think I'm going to continue to use dating apps um, just because it did work out well for me this time. Um, and I think it could potentially in the future. So Hinge, if you need a testimonial, I got you. <laughs> um, and so, yeah, I, I mean, I like what it had to offer, like as far as like information wise. And um, I think you could get to know a person on it, like for the initially, um, and, like, plan a date and, like, actually go on a date through that, um, even though it's, like, not as authentic. Or it's still authentic. It's just I would prefer a different approach. Yeah, it's a different approach. And I think it's just um, going to be more common or I'll use it more now yeah. than I would have because I was really anti-dating yeah, apps before, absolutely. like, as far as meeting a person. Yeah. yeah. Great. So now well, I'm not. Skylar, thank you so much for sharing. Yeah, um, was fun. This was, yeah, a lot of fun. And best of luck to you. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Wonderful. All right. <laughs> if this sounds shitty. 